Hello, this is Christopher Radiant Fire Radio. Your host today, and I have a very special guest with me, Brother Lamont Colbrook. How you doing today, Brother Lamont? I'm doing well, Brother Chris, and yourself? Doing well, doing well. Um, I invited you to come on because you seem like you have a lot that you're sharing with the body of Christ via Facebook. Do you have any other avenues that you're sharing the gospel message with? Is it uh, do you have a YouTube channel or have you started a web page? Um, actually, no YouTube channel. It's pretty much uh, Facebook and and like I have a thing to where I normally send out a text. Like I try to send them out like every morning, but sometimes I know I get I get kind of tripped up. But I normally try to send out scripture and prayer and along with a along with a video with you know with, with some inspirational you know just, just just inspiring people to to chase God you know as as I chase God as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. What's your background in, in your your salvation walk? How did you come to know Jesus? Did you have a, what was your conversion experience like? So my conversion experience i i went to i was i was pretty much in church pretty much ever since i could remember ever since i was little and i remember that that i would go with my grandmother and my mother and uh as far as as far as my conversion um i don't think that I really, really, truly, truly took it seriously until about, I want to say, back in 2007. I was in, I was in the military at the time, and I was in Okinawa, Japan. Thank you and, for your service. Uh, really you're welcome. Thank you. Yes, sir. What branch and, did you serve in? Uh, the U.S. Navy. Ah, you did a hard job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Well, actually, it was. I mean, I uh, the the job that I had actually was 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 pretty was pretty good. Actually, uh, I was actually a a dental a dental a dental technician. Wow. Uh, slash slash slash. I turned into a, a hospital corpsman through. Uh, I guess it would be. And around the end time that I was that I was coming out of the military, I became a, a, a mil, uh, I'm sorry, I became a field medical technician, which is pretty much like a uh, pretty much like a nurse. Okay. Like, like a nurse, you know, yeah. So my, my so, uncle yeah, has was, a similar background. He was he was in the Navy himself, and I remember seeing all of his dental technician tools all over my grandmother's house. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a little bit of familiarity with that. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so, so, uh, so yeah, like 2007, I want to say it was February the 11th of 2007 is when I recommitted. I was going through a little spiritual warfare as I was over there in Okinawa, Japan, and it was just a lot of weird stuff going on. I was like, oh my goodness, it was like, I was like, it was bad. It was like I was seeing, I was seeing like, like demons and all types of stuff. You know what I mean? And, and, and so let me go back for a second. When I first, when I first got into the military and I was in, and I was in Maryland, I was in, I was in, uh, was it Rockville, Rockville, Maryland. I was, I was stationed at, at the National Naval medical center in Bethesda and and I went to this church and and I and I automatically I automatically knew for something for some reason something in my spirit was like this is a cult you know what I mean because of the way they were dressed and like you know the the men were on this side and they were all dressed in suits and the women were on this side and they were all it just it just something that just didn't bite in my spirit and so um I kind of, I was just like, okay, you know, I'll try it out. And I ended up telling them something, you know, some very personal business. And, and when I told them this business, 
they kind of took it up in front of the congregation, the whole congregation, and just... No! Yes, sir, just blurted my business out there, and I'm like, wow. And I was like, man, if, if, this, is, if this is any... Yeah, I was like, if this is any inclination of how 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 this is going to be, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. So, so long story short, I ran. I ran for, for a, a lot of years. And fast forward back to 2007, I came back, and, you know, the Lord, the Lord drew me back, of course, and um, um, I was having issues in my marriage, um, you know, um, I, uh, there was, there was a point in times where back in, back when I was younger, if I'm, if, if I can share this, I was, I was, uh, I was uh, sexually molested and things like that, and so, um, oh, wow. yeah, so, so, um, Did you and, get and, justice? And, uh well no because the, the the thing is that I I didn't tell I didn't tell my mom until way later on. Oh man. Um, yeah, because I was so afraid, you know what I mean? I was like, you know what I mean? And it was but it but it but it I probably should have said something to her earlier because it probably would have would have it probably would have avoided a lot of the things that happened in my life. Don't get me wrong, I'm um um I'm grateful that God has been there the whole time. Yeah, I'm grateful for the, for the path that He's taken me on. Uh, however, I believe that there are a lot of things could have could have been avoided if I had told my mom. But I was, like I said, I was really, I was really shamed. I was ashamed, and you know, I really didn't know uh, um, how how to how to how to go about it. You know, and so I I hid it for a lot of years. Wow, and, it is. And I don't know. If you're... I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we do exorcisms at our church and um, I'm on the team and I see this quite frequently and my heart goes out to you because, and the reason why I asked, did you get justice? Because that helps in your healing process. You know, did someone tell you that what this person did to you was wrong? There was nothing that you did to draw this to you. And did someone tell you that, you know, they should be, uh, properly prosecuted, whether it's in the legal system or it's in God's system, and that all of that shame and degradation that's been heaped upon you over the years, it's not your fault. And I, I applaud you for coming out and, and telling, telling your experience because it's going to bring healing to a whole bunch of other people. And the people that I've dealt with, you know, this is one of the things that I like to to address and it wasn't your fault man it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the way you dressed it wasn't that you was in the wrong place at the wrong time you were a victim you were a victim and, and the the enemy took an opportunity to try to steal your testimony but god gets the glory he gets yes sir every yes, time sir. yes sir and it messed me up for a long time you know um um i was uh I started becoming very, uh, um, didn't even really know what I was doing, I was, I, but I became very sexually promiscuous at a, at a very young age, uh, got into some, you know, some, some destructive habits that followed me for a long time. Um, uh, pornography was one of them. Yes. Uh, and, you know, um, and, and, and like, it, like I said, it followed me throughout my marriage and, you know, um, I've had, I've had some, you know, some, some, some things that that went on there, and um, so, you know, I, I just, I just thank God, you know, that how, how far he's brought me, and, you know, um, I'm really, I'm really, the more that I'm starting to learn how much that God loves me, the more that the healing comes, yes. you know, and yes. so, like, 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 all before, like, I realized that because of me being in feeling like feeling like the victim and not the victor and feeling like that I was, you know, that felt like that I did something wrong and felt like, you know, that, 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 you know, that, that this was my fault or whatever. I lived in, I lived in a thing to where I was, I was broken. You know what I mean? Yes. And I was hurting and I was hurting and, and then with that me being hurting, with me hurting, I, 
was hurting other people. You know, I was yes. hurting people that I that I truly care about, but I didn't really. I was I was looking for I was looking for things in the wrong places. You know what I mean? I was looking for uh, validation places where I probably shouldn't have been seeking validation. I was looking to try to try to mask uh, um, the hurt by using other things like like I said, the pornography. You know the the uh, the, the the promiscuity the pr- promiscuous. Uh, yeah, being promiscuous, and you know all the other stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and realizing that that just wasn't even working. You know what I mean? It may have, it may have, you know, um, patched it up for a minute, but then you know that wound's like right back open again. You know? And, it's real. And like I said, yeah, yes, yes, sir. It, it it's real, and it a lot of people don't understand that it damages you in the physical realm, your soul realm. And it, and it hurts you spiritually because it's like, this happened to me and God must hate me. But that's not true. He doesn't hate you. He loves you. And you won't know until you get to heaven why he allowed this to happen. But it's going to be for your ultimate ability to be able to help other people, to be able to help them come out and say, hey, this, this happened to me. And as you get healed, because you sound like you've been through a lot of healing, and you, you don't seem like you're, you're bitter. You don't seem like you're angry. It's just like you, you've moved into a place where you really are just grateful that you're still here. And God is able to use you. And that, that's wonderful. Yes, sir. I'm, I, I, really, um, I really am truthful, truthfully uh, grateful because I know that it, I know that it could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 I do know of a few people that have told me their stories that have been worse. You know, but wow. I'm but I'm thankful. But I'm thankful that with the story that I have, I can reach somebody. You know what I mean? And that's what that's that's what that's what um, God is allowing to happen. You know, the testimony he said. You know, we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Amen. So you know, I'm I'm looking, I'm looking to, even if it's just one person, even if it's just one person, just to be willing, just just to be willing to allow my life to, to bring them to the knowing of to the know to the know knowledge of Christ. Wow, did you ever have a struggle with being angry at God for allowing this to happen? And if you did, what did you do to overcome that? If you didn't. What kept you, even though all of this bad stuff happened to you, what still allowed you to be open to receive God? I don't know that I was, I don't know that I was ever bitter about it, but I was, I was angry. I was, um, um, I was angry and I was, I would, I would ask why on a numerous amount of occasions of like, why, you know, why would this, why would you allow this to happen to me? Why, 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 what, what's wrong? What, what is wrong with me? What is the reason why yes. that, that, that this, this type of thing could happen to me and why am I so messed up? You know, because like I said, for a while, you know, I, I was going out and seeking Seeking so many things, you know, I got introduced um, um, when I was talking about the pornography. I got introduced to that, that as well as a, at a young age. Yes, followed me. Like I said, it followed me for a long time. And the way I did, you know, um, um, I would have to say that even though I was angry, I still, I still had like people that would pour into me like my grandmother my grandmother she was real key about pouring into me and encouraging me you know that 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 you know that that God still had a plan for me and that he wasn't done with me and that you know the things that happened to me you know wasn't my fault just like you had mentioned um um because I think I did I think I do remember at, at, at times and points that I would mention some things to her 
let her know what was going on because she was pretty much she was one of my rocks. You know what I mean? Wow. She, was one of my she um Does um, she still live in today? Actually she's not. She she went home to be with the Lord uh like four like four years ago. Man. Sorry about sorry for your loss. I know my grandmother was one of my biggest prayer warriors and intercessors and things that that, you know, we don't really understand until it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and she was big on, she was big on, you know, praying for us, you know what I mean? And, and you know, surprisingly, even, even, even before she had, she had went home to be with the Lord, she was still, you know, like, she was still in good spirits. I had seen her like the Sunday before she had, she had went home to be with the Lord. She went home to be with the Lord that, that following Tuesday. You know, I was just in there and I was one of the ones actually that she kind of remembered because she was, you know, as you're making that transition, sometimes your memory, your memory, you know, uh, uh, fades. Yes. And so, like, and I was like one of the ones between me and like one of my other cousins and like a few other people she remembered, you know what I mean? And like, that was, that was really, that was really, I was, that was, that was touching to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I knew, I can kind of see that, you know, that that um as well as her making a big impact on my life and, and, and my walk with the Lord is the same way that I made an impact on her because, you know, <clears throat> I I guess I had to have made an impact on her for her to remember. That's know. right. That's right. And there's you know, there's a spiritual connection. It seems like she washed out over you over throughout the years, even the years when you were in Christ and the years when you kind of drifted away. And, you know, we need those bonds. You know, it's, this is one of the things that I say often. We don't realize how much the older people who are really serving the Lord, and I'm saying that tongue in cheek, because there are some older people who hate serving the Lord. And it's crazy. Like whenever you go to funerals, you hear them say, yeah, I used to have a wild life. And yeah. I, I decided to give it up for Jesus, and they're just—they're just like so downtrodden about their walk with God, and it just—I'm sitting there at the funeral, like, really, you shouldn't be a preacher if this is how you really feel. right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, I was just having a conversation with somebody yesterday, and I was like, he was—he was just talking to me. He was like, he was like, yeah, you know, um, he was like, uh, he was like, what do you think God's calling is on your life? I I don't know. I said people have been talking to me about being a preacher. He said, he said, yeah, because I see the love that you have for people. You know what I mean? He said, he said, he said, and like, you know, with you, and I, and I know it gets kind of, you know, I know it kind of gets. Um, I don't know what the life of a preacher is like, but I can, I can probably almost imagine that you go through these phases where, like, okay, you know, you know, um, you know, you get discouraged at times, you know, and and but. You know what I mean? Uh, the love, the love of your love of God and your love for people is, is you know, is, is, is what drives what should drive a preacher. You know what I mean? To, to, yeah. to want to, to, to get those, to, to, to reach those souls, you know? Yeah. Then let's He's talk about that for a bit because yes, I, like you, I've, I've been in the church for a long time and I've seen the dumbness. I mean, the literal dumbness of some of the people who are supposed to be leaders. First of all, they never pick up the Bible. Second of all, they're, they're too busy being trying to be worldly so that they can bring in other sheep. That never worked right. for me. You know, I, if, if I was following somebody, it was because they were running hard after God. I wasn't trying to, you know, pick up the worldly stuff. And when I was younger, I listened to Christian rap, and I remember one of the, the people that I would I would listen to a lot. He said, "It's okay to listen to the, to the Christian rap and the Christian rock, but all roads should lead you to praise and worship." You know, you start yes, off sir. on those things there, and by the time you're finished, I'm to the point now, and I know this is gonna get me in big trouble. <laughs> I know it's the Christian rap and Christian rock and all of that is a tool, but the best music in the world is praise and worship. It gets you the closest to God. It it, it knocks out all of your, your fears, your pain, your sorrow. 
you don't get that from Christian rap. You don't get that. I agree. Now, now there are times I'm, uh, you know, there are times that I do listen to Christian rap, but when I, when I really want to go, when I when I truly want to go, you know, to the throne room and go to the presence of God, you know, nothing like you said, nothing, nothing beats, nothing no. beats holding praise and praise and worship. No, and this week you sent a couple songs, um, that were praise and worship that I was like, okay, I know this brother here is deep. Let me see if I can find him on my phone here. Because a lot of people of African American persuasion will not listen yeah. at other than the deep uh, gospel music. You know, they, they can't right. traditional. They traditional, right? Yeah. You sent yeah. a song called Spirit Lead Me by yes, Michael Ketterer. Man, yes, if you don't know, you're being prophetically <laughs> led when you send these songs. That was a deep, deep song. And it really hit my spirit, man. It was like perfect timing. And then you have such a wide variety. There was another song that you sent. Um, Enter the Narrow Gate. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tablet. Yeah. yeah. Enter yeah, the yeah. Narrow Gate. And it's yes, an sir. old style music song. But if yes, you sir. listen at the lyrics, it's directed. Yes, it's, yes, you have to go through this narrow gate. And yes, sir. On that particular day, I was having a little pity party, a little fussing with myself about my walk with God. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have to give up what I got to give up. You know, I'm tired of suffering. Sometimes I'm tired of the people in the church because they just right. they refuse to do what's right. But that song, that worship brought me back into, okay, this is the path that I chose to walk through this narrow gate. And you can't do everything you want to do. You know, you, 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 you've dedicated your life to being holy. You've dedicated your life to Christ forever. And, and sometimes, like you were saying earlier, there's frustrations in life. There's frustrations, you know, with, with your family. And it's just like too much. But I have found in my own, own walk with God, praise and worship, it bypasses all of that. Yes, all sir. Of that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, um, I um, I don't know. Like for some reason, this me doing that started. I don't. I don't even remember how long it's been. I think it's, it's wow. It's been it's been quite a minute. I think it's been about four years. About about give or take give or take four years since since. I started doing that, you know what I mean? I was, for some reason, I just was led to start sending out, sending out scripture, you know, to, to people, you know what I mean? To every, pretty, almost just about everybody on my, on my, on my, um, on my contact list. And then it went from, from scripture to scripture and prayer. Then it went from scripture and prayer to scripture and prayer and a song along with it. Wow. You know? So yeah, it was just it was just a progression, you know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wow, I don't know where this is coming from, but it's got to be coming from you, you know what I mean? And you know, like some people are like, oh, well, you know, it's too long, you know, and people ain't gonna read it, want to read that. Almost kind of discouraged me from not not sending it out. No, you know what I mean, send it because you're hitting people that really need it. And some people are different; they don't want to they don't want to read, and that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. But there's other people who do read. And, and yep. it's going to hit them where they need it yep. at. There's people who yep. won't listen to music, but they'll read. And there's people who yep. won't read, but they'll listen to music. Yeah, it really ministers to their spirit. Yeah, and I've had some people say like, "Man, you know what I mean? You don't really, know, you really don't know what that did for me, man." He's like, "I was really going through something this day, blah 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 blah." And you know, when you sent that, you know what I mean? It was right on time. I was like, I was like, "Yeah, man." That was just encouragement to you know to keep on. Keep on sending it. Yes. So let's let's go back to, you know, your experience with the with the abuse. Were you ever able to find anyone in church that you could confide in without them putting it out there to help you go through this healing process? Uh now that I've seen asking for a reason because I've seen this where some somebody who gets gets abused 
they reach out to somebody and the person that they reach out to winds up abusing them even right. and worse where right. you find someone that you could trust that didn't do that to you <laughs> and if you didn't it's okay uh, well it's not okay um, Help you. you know, it was it was crazy because like um I almost kind of didn't I said the reason why I held it and held on to it for so long is because of that reason. I didn't really feel like I could trust anybody. You know, even because of after that happened, I didn't feel like I could trust anybody to tell anybody that this happened. You know, so I just pretty much for the most part for a long time I just kept it to myself and I know that was not a good thing you know because it, it really it really did damage you know what I mean with me holding with me holding it to myself yeah and I think know. that's one of the the judgments that can be set against church leaders in the church because we have a responsibility to be able to minister to the hurting and here you are someone who's hurting and you can't even go anywhere without revealing this information for the potential of you being set up as a victim all over again or sometimes there's public shame and ridicule you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that i've heard over the years you know someone who's trying to get out of masturbation for example some right. leaders are saying that's normal you should you should do that and it's like what it's normal oh, you should do that no no, that, that shouldn't be going on. You wouldn't believe the amount of married people who masturbate. You know, they're, they're, they're unhappy because their spouse isn't giving them what they want when they want to, instead of them being patient and waiting until God opens the door for them to get together. They take this opportunity. Oh, well, if you're not going to get it, I'm, I'll give it myself. That's not, right. that's not holy. You know, you, you mentioned earlier about the pornography. How many Christian couples are looking at pornography together? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's why it's, I felt like that's why I felt like it needed to be talked about. You know what I mean? Like, um, um, because uh, for a long time, for a long time, I had I had this struggle, and I never really talked about it. You know what I mean? Because of of of, of fear of being uh ridiculed and talked about and you know what I mean and and saying oh you know look at you shame on you you know what I mean you're mm -hmm. you're a um you're a Christian and I and I'm already I'm already knowing this type of stuff you know I know what what's 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 wrong and what's what's right what's right you know what I mean I know that God is convicting me on some things you know what I mean but my was my thing was like God was holding on to this thing but it wasn't it wasn't helping me it wasn't helping. It wasn't helping anybody that that was going through the same struggle to be able yes. to help them as well. You know, yes. so we we got Overeaters Anonymous in the church. We got drug drug addictions anonymous in the church. But where do you see a place in the church where we can help people who have been molested, who've been sexually right. abused? You know, what? What would happen if somebody who had been human trafficked came into the church? Would they get the proper right. care and treatment in order to begin the healing process? It's, it's a scary thought. It's a scary thought. And I would, I would venture to say that the church is not doing a good job with this. Yeah, I would probably say no myself that they, that they, that they probably wouldn't get the help that they need yep. because of because of the church as a whole, um, I see a lot of the church um, church folks. They're very judgmental. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a comment of somebody that said something yesterday. You know. Um, um, I won't. I won't put his. I won't put his business out there like that. But he made a comment. You know, this was just like okay. We were just talking, um, and I was like, okay. It was pretty much about football. He said something about my hat because I'm a Steelers fan, of course. And 
<laughs> and after I said, boom, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Go Cowboys. <laughs> and I said, and I said something about the hat. Well, I said something about the rings. And then he he fires back. Oh, you know, at least our um, at least our quarterback isn't isn't molesting molesting people. I was like, whoa. Whoa. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be um, a, a a man a, a man of God, right? That's a little bit judgmental, there, buddy. Yeah. You know, I said, hold on. Well, I didn't say anything to him, but I'm like, I'm like, wow, that's pretty judgmental. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that but is. That's how the, that's, but that's how that's how um religious religious folk are, you know, um, you know, um. And I, I just, I just, I just sat back. I'm like, wow. I'm like, uh, yeah. It just, it just, it just, it just, it just baffled me for real, for real, for real. And I was like, yeah, okay. So crazy. And what is such? It, it's really, it really is a shame. You know what I mean? Um, you know how, how are, how are people, how are souls that are trying to be that that need to be reached? going to want to be or to be or to feel welcome if that's the kind of judgmental talk somebody is giving that's you right. know what i mean you that's know right. what i mean because uh, um people watch us yes you know they watch every single thing that we do and every single th- every single thing that comes out of our mouth as as believers in christ so if they're like man you know what I mean? Did he really just say that, or did she really just say that? You know what I mean? I don't want to be a part of that. No. I can find it. I can find that out here. You know, people are judging out here. You know what I mean? The the, the church is not supposed to be a place where. Okay, yeah. Okay. Now, the church is a place where we're supposed to help them. You know, through through the body of Christ to heal. You know, through God. You're not in not in a in a judgmental way, but you're, but you're, but you're holding people accountable in love. Yes. Not being judgmental. Good word. Good word. Accountable. You know? So yes. That, that, that's where I'm at with that. You know what I mean? I'm okay with somebody holding me accountable, but for you to sit back and try to, you know, badger me and judge me and all types of stuff like that. And that's, something to where okay well if you're sitting here doing that what about what you're doing yes you know because everybody has the stuff that they struggle with not yes. everybody struggle with the thing you know that's the so, truth and there shouldn't be any condemnation coming out of us brother to brother brother to sister sister to sister to yes, keep sir. us pressed down it should be encouragement yes, let this let this up. Yeah, and it should be, man. This happened to you. I'm really sorry. This happened to you. I feel your pain. You don't get that. You don't get that. No, you don't. You don't. And uh, you know, I'm just like, um, like I said, I, I um, as as I was talking before about as I've as I've learned to know the love that God has for me and to and to recognize and to realize more of my identity in Christ, the more that the more that the healing process that I can accept the healing process. I know the healing's already there, you know, however the 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 um the issue that I had in the past was receiving that, mm. you know, because Talk I didn't feel like that. I was worthy. What, I didn't feel did, like I was. What did you have to go through to to, to transform, to change? Did it take somebody know. outside of you? Did you hear God's voice speak to you? What what helped walk you through this process? Um, it was a little bit of both. You know, a little bit of, you know, um, through me, um, through me reading God's word and, you know, and just meditating on his word 
and him speaking to me and saying, you know, son, you know, um, I'm here, you know, I'm here, I'm here for you. My love, my love is never going to leave you. I'm never going to leave you. Um, you don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to worry about who's saying this and who's saying that about you. All you have to do is worry about, all you have to do is uh, uh, think on what I think about you. And, and then, you know, of course, um, the church that I go to now, you know, um, uh, um, very, um, very loving, non-judgmental church, you know, um, a body of believers that, you know, that, that walk with you, you know what I mean? And they're big on discipleship. They're big on being disciples of, oh. of, 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 of men and women, you know what I mean? And not That's a just, good word too, just, disciples. Yeah, not just, not just, not just bringing them in just to be, just to have members and say, oh, I, you know, I have so many members, but are you really discipling people? Are you really showing them how, you know what I mean, to, to, you know, when you come, when, when, when you are faced with this issue, what do you do? You know what I mean? And, 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 and they always seem to, when I do come to them, they come and they and they and they talk to me out of love. It's always out of scripture, you know what I mean? You know, and being practical in scripture, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Showing me how to walk, showing me how to walk this thing out. That's powerful. That is powerful. And, and and I love the fact that they and I love the fact that they do that. You know what I mean? You know, that's what that's what drew me in the first place because I was going to another church, but then I was like, wow, you know. That love, that love drew, drew me to be like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm listening, I'm listening to what's going on. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I, my whole, my whole key is to grow in the knowledge of Christ and to grow in, grow in the Lord. You know, I don't ever want to be stagnated. You know what I mean? When it comes to, when it comes to the Lord, I want to con- consistently and constantly grow in Him. You know what I mean? So that um, it can be shown through me, through the relationships that I that, that I have, and, and and to be able to, like I said, to be able to draw souls to the Lord. That's powerful. That's powerful. How did you or have you shared this information with your wife? What was her response? Um, talking about as far as the the molestation and stuff like that. Yes. Uh yes. Actually, I did share with her. Um, and uh, she. Um, and does she, she know this prior to you being married, or it just came out later? Or I want to say it came out later. Um, because I didn't really mention anything to her at first. But then, you know, like I said, with the whole with the whole um the whole pornography thing. You know, I had to, I had to, I had to tell her because you know, because she was, and I understand where she was coming from. You know, she, with me having this addiction and this bondage, she was like, "What's wrong with me?" You know, what I mean, what am I doing? Wow. You know, she's like, "Am I not enough?" and things of that sort. And I'm like, and then you know, I had to tell her, you know, hey, you know, um. This is what happened, you know, back then, you know, I was introduced to this at a young age and I was molested at a young age and, you know, um, and, 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 you know, none of this is your fault. You know what I mean? This is some stuff that I have to allow God to deal with me with. You know what I mean? Wow. And to be healed, to be healed from, you know? That's true. Man, that's good. How did she respond after you told her that? Did it, did it? Strengthen your relationship? Did it push you apart? Um, well, it kind of pushed it apart for a while because um, she has um, hurts and stuff that she's dealing with as well. You know what I mean? So like, um, a lot of our stuff is similar. You know, and and um, so you know, with 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 me telling her that, it was kind of like okay. She kind of understood it first, and then I think she kind of like you know she was like she kind of got to this point to where she was she was 
angry for a bit. Yeah. You know, how did you going deal to with that? Uh, <laughs> that was wild, man. You know, um, <laughs> at times, a lot of times I got frustrated. Sometimes I said some things that I shouldn't have said. Sometimes I did some things that I shouldn't have done. You know, um, I'm not proud. I'm not proud of it. Uh, there was a point that I stepped outside of my marriage. And, you know, I'm not proud of that. Right. But that was that was one of the things that I was talking about, about how, like, I was, you know, I was looking for, you know, validation places and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Looking for acceptance. You know what I mean? And, and, and like I said, I'm not proud of it, you know, but somebody needs, somebody needs to hear that too, that, you know, that, that, um, these are real things. You're a real person. You got real feelings, you know, and yeah. you didn't have any help. Again, who who could you go to in the church and say, hey, I'm having this feeling with pornography. I'm, I'm drawn to it. I want to do it. I want to keep looking at it. No. What resources does the church have that are available to not only you, but the vast majority of men that are in the church? They're not going to openly confess. I don't think there's not many resources for that. No, no. Um, our church has taught the Conquer series a couple of times, and there's supposed to be a new set of the Conquer series, like a different level that's supposed to be coming out. But you would be surprised how many how many men, and they're starting to find out now too, how many women are struggling with being addicted to pornography. I applaud you for your honesty. I applaud you for for being willing to share this and help the body of Christ. Yes, sir. We, we yes, got to do better. Got to do better. Absolutely. I thank you for letting me, uh, letting me share, letting me share a piece, a piece of my testimony, you know, and, um, praying that it helps, that it helps somebody, you know? Yes. Um, I um I um I really I really had the desire whereas before I didn't have desire um I guess because of you know me feeling like okay if I was this way then maybe I'm always going to be this way because I've always you know uh uh, uh you know, you have those voices, different yeah. voices that tell you stuff, you know, along with your own voice and telling you, yeah. telling your own stuff. And, you know, I've had the voices before of telling me, you know, you know, oh, you're never going to be nothing. You're always going to be stuck in this. You know what I mean? Um, shame, shame on you. Um, and so now, like, now that I'm starting to, you know, um, become like I said, become stronger in the Lord and, and 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 realizing his love, realizing his love more and more every day. Um the more and more I'm able to, you know, continue to break free of these of these of these things, you know what I mean? Yes. And 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 fully receive that deliverance. You know what I mean? Do you do self deliverance on yourself when you realize I something's do. popped itself up? I Good. Do. Good. I do. And you know that's, you that's out other deliverance. That yes, sir. Yeah, good, good. It's it's the yes, only sir. way to stay free. Yeah, because um, that that was um, as a matter of fact, um, the there was a class that we that where we had, and we were continuing to have at our churches. It's like a deliverance class that we that we have. I am so excited to hear that. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am. More churches need to do deliverance. More yes, churches sir. need deliverance to teach their people to do deliverance. You know, and we talk about that stuff that you were talking about is, is, is stuff that we talk about in that class about soul ties, you know, and uh, um, generational curses. Yes. You know, um, uh, you know, all things like that. You know what I mean? Uh, we, we talk about all that stuff and, you know, we go to each one of those things, you know, and, 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 you know, get delivered, man. You know, Lamont, I'm telling you, I've, I've done some exorcisms on people and there is a, a fragment 
of a slave that was being brutally raped inside of people. And once you get that fragment out of somebody, they no longer feel this dirtiness. And a, and a lot of people feel feel a, a filthiness, a dirtiness upon them. And it's not them. It's something that's attached itself to their soul. So because they don't feel good about themselves, they feel unclean, it's easy for them to go out and be promiscuous. And, yeah. I, I, you know, I've, I've worked on people who have, who have been into prostitution, who, who've been, you know, human trafficked. And you have to get all of those fragments of the people who violated them, the Johns, you know, the pimps, all of that has to come out. It has to be expelled out, exercised out, gotten rid of, so that the person can experience true freedom. And so many times the yo-yo effect goes on, you know, I want to be free, I don't want to be free. And I think if we would help people understand that it's not the, the part that doesn't want to be free isn't you. It's 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 a soul invader. It's a, a soul fragment. It's something that's tied itself to you that doesn't need to be yeah, there. Yeah. If we could get that right. message across, so many people would experience true freedom and true deliverance. Yes, sir. Man, yes, sir. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm glad that you agreed to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm excited too. Like I said, um, I, I think when, when you at first, when you at first asked me, I was like, uh, well, um, I thought about it for a second, and I was like, yeah, okay, you know, I, <laughs> I, 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 um, I don't know. It's like, at one point in time, I used to be so, I guess, shy. Uh-huh. And not not outspoken to be one to talk like on, on something like this, I'd be so nervous and stuff like that. But as I've grown throughout the years, like I said, the Lord giving me holy boldness yes. to be able to speak out to speak out about some things. Yes, you know, I, and, and I was like, okay, yeah, sure, you know, I, I'll um, I'll, I'll def I'll definitely do this, you know, um, I uh. I believe it's beneficial. Yes. I know it's I know it's beneficial. It really is. It really is. I'm I'm so happy for you. I wish you, you know, more deliverance, continued freedom, continued holiness, because you know, I feel like we are a part of the generation that is going to see Jesus Christ return, the terminal generation. something I'll talk about frequently on my podcast. And I believe that God has ordained us to be those ones who carry his glory, his light into the world. And it's not going to be something where we're just walking around telling people, you know, you're wrong, you're you're dirty and things like that. It's going to be the presence of God is in us so strong that they're just going to come running and be like, what do I need to do to be saved? You know, do you have a word from the Lord for me? You know, I need healing. You know, they're, they're going to be reaching out to us. And I, I mm-hmm. think, you know, um, I was born in 73. And I know for a fact, you know, when, when they started Roe versus Wade, you know, the abortion, over 60 million of my generation has been obliterated. You know, the devil just wants to kill us he, he just wants to kill yeah, our yeah. generation off completely and mm-hmm. we're in a war we're in a yes, war sir. and we have to be spiritually ready to fight and destroy the works of darkness and i believe that you know as you're you're growing you're finding your purpose you're finding what you're going to be doing I, I just pray that you can continue to go and get into the battle and just just start setting people free you know, sharing your testimony, sharing your experience, and just, just really, really knocking the devil's teeth. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what it's all about. You know, showing him, showing him who's boss. That's right. That's right. Because we have the authority in Christ. We really do. Yes, sir. Man, um, I don't know what you're, what you like for time, but uh. 
didn't, didn't realize it's been an hour so far. Who <laughs> <laughs> flew? Um, did you have anything yeah, else you wanted good. to share? Um, I just want to encourage you know um, people that do have this struggle, you know, um, with um, with um, sexual addictions and you know um, people that have um, have been sexually molested and things like that. Um, that it's not it's not the end. Amen. You know, and, and you know, just just continue to continue to trust God, continue to trust Christ, and you know, He definitely brings people in your life at different times and different seasons. And you keep trusting Him, He will definitely bring that those people in your life that will help you to grow and will help you to heal, so that. You can break free of the addictions and the and the soul ties and everything that's going on. So, yes. Yeah. Man, I thank you for sharing your time. This has been Christopher and Lamont on Radiant Fire Radio. I'm gonna have to ask him back again in the future <laughs> <laughs> and keep up yes, with him sir. because I know that God is gonna be doing even greater things in his life and who knows, maybe the next time he comes back, Thank you all, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Can somebody hear me? This is Montana Civil Defense. Company, you're calling Raven. Somebody, please come in. Come on, Raven. Company, you're calling Raven. Come in here to Raven. Talk to me, John. We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later. <laughs>